this. So we in the Rap Snacks headquarters. If you're not familiar with Rap Snacks, we're gonna make you by the end of the show. So we got the legendary Master P, needs no introduction. We have um, Wise Intelligent, uh, president of Rap Snacks Foundation. Peace to the God. Peace, peace. Oh, peace. James Lindsay, uh, CEO and founder of Rap Snacks. So first and foremost, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having us. Yeah, sure. Let me glad to be here, man. For sure, for sure. So, I mean, let's jump right into it. Um, you know, we, we got the product right there, the product <laughs> yeah. placement. Uh, P, you were talking about something, talking about product off camera. So, where are we at with Rap Snacks? Because it's an interesting story. I believe the company originally started in 1994, and this is the relaunch. And for me, it's dope to see like Cardi B and Lil Boosie. It reminds me of like a Wheaties box. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like the Wheaties box situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, where are we at with Rap Snacks in 2021? We're basically, man, Rap Snacks is, you know, we're like, you know, envisioning that Rap Snacks is going to be the biggest brand in the world, you know, eventually, because we come with the, the culture of, of hip hop, but our brand is outside the box. You know, it's not something that people are kind of used to. You know, today's world, they want something disruptive, something, you know, that's right in their face. But the secret to our success is actually the product and how well it tastes. You know, um, I was the first one to create honey barbecue potato chip years ago, right? And I've always noticed that a lot of these other brands, they have, you know, flavor profiles that are kind of bland and not really what I would, I would say that, you know, come a kid from an inner city would really want or something that is bold and something that's flavorful. So if you open a bag of wrap snacks, man, we have flavor profiles. We got two times the seasoning as somebody else's product out there in the marketplace. You know, and I'm one of those guys. I'm a nice guy. If I go out in the marketplace and say there's a honey barbecue in my bag and it tastes like a plain chip, I'm mad. <laughs> somebody, somebody's going to have a problem. <laughs> now, I mean, but just to be real, you know, James Miders about it. A lot of that stuff, you know, it don't taste as good as wrap snacks. And we've been supporting that for years. And we changing that narrative because it's us owning products. And we're like James say, we're not just making it for people that look like us. We're making product for the world. Mm -hmm. So they do it all the time with us. They use us. They use our imaging. They use uh, our culture. And then we promote the brand. We have no ownership changing that narrative to where now we're making big brands for the world, for humans, not just a black, white, uh, Latino, or Indian thing. This is for everybody. So when you pick up a Rap Snacks, you pick up a Biggest Smalls bag, a Cardi B, you know that this is for the world. And we expanding in the product. So that's where we changing the game at, putting some diversity on these shelves to where it's us having products on the shelves so we can feed our family feed our communities. Our model is the more we make, the more we get. You know, I'll give you a prime example. Yeah. You know, if you go to Jackson, Mississippi, which is one of our most, you know, southern marketplaces, and if you go to the stores that we sell to, less than 1% of those stores are owned by minorities. Yeah. You know, people that look like us, you know. And what we always say that our communities are over-extracted, you know, because what happens is everything is it's going out and nothing's coming back in because we don't own any of the products other than the wrap snacks and some of the items that we're trying to put together, me and Pete are trying to put together. We're consumers, we're consumers. not producers. Right. So, and we have to change that narrative. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's kind of, you know, we always say it's deeper than wrap snacks. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, I mean, it, 
It started in 94, yes. uh, but obviously the name rap, we know hip hop influences the world, not right. just hip hop music and fashion, like it affects everything in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And so in 2003, you decided to put rap images. What was like the, the idea? Like you saw what it was doing and said, you know what, we got to put the most popular people in the world on our products? Yeah, what I did, I, I, um, you know, I was telling um, one of the guys out in the lobby that I approached Universal Music Group. A lady was uh, Jackie Reinhardt. She was the president of uh, um, Universal Marketing. And I said, Jackie, y'all spending all this money on, you know, these stickers, posters that people taking down every day. You know? You know? <laughs> yeah, I said, y'all can, can give me that money. You know, I can put it on my bag, you know, chips. And it's something that they're going to use not only as a souvenir, but they're going to use it as, it's a fact-finding mission. You know, like, all right, you know, let me go in the back of the bag and scan you know, our code, your code, and see more information about your artists, you know, so yeah, I kind of, you know, say in Philly, I kind of flipped the script on them a little bit, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, why not, you know, add another option to what you guys are marketing, and that was the, really the creation of putting Rap Snacks, you know, on, um, artists on the Rap Snacks bag, before that we had MC Potato on the bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, right? I, I know Lil, Lil Romeo was the first one on the Honey Barbecue. Yeah, yes, you know, yeah, so, you know, let me just tell you that, you know, so how I met P was, you know, P was actually had his label at Universal. He went over there, you know, got that bag from him. Legendary. Over there, right? So, you know, and I got a call, you know, from P. He's like, man, I really like what you're doing. And I said, well, I appreciate that, man. You know, so, you know, this is always, I always tell people in my interviews that me and P like brothers because the bottom line is that we've kind of grown into understanding, you know, you know, who does what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the creator of all the products and what have you. He's a, you know, he goes out in the market because he has a big brand, you know, and we, we basically... He really the black Willy Wonka, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's black, black Willy Wonka. Because let me tell y'all something. Me, I'd be ready to go. We get a product, I'm like, James, put this out, right? <laughs> he's like, nah, bro, we gotta get it. Tastes good. 
Yeah. That's you say you can put in a brown paper bag, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're gonna buy it if it takes. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna buy it. You know, but you know, learning is part of you know, yes. of course, the financial literacy, right? You know, like I know we when we make this product out there and put it on the shelves, it got to be ten times better than other products out yes. there in the marketplace. You know, we can have Jesus on the back. Yeah. <laughs> if that product ain't good in the side, they ain't buying it. None. Especially us, because you know we gon' we gon' <laughs> criticize. <them. laughs> what? Think about it. Like, man, I don't like that man. They got too like. But give us a chance. Like right. we we got to get a chance to get this out there, and so that's where the imbalance is. We talk about economic empowerment. We don't own nothing because we don't trust the process with us. We let all these companies grow and get better, and we don't mind promoting, marketing them, buying their product, but we don't do it for us. And I told Jane, we're going to change that narrative. This is not only you're going to see Rap Snacks, Uncle P product, you're going to see thousands of people that look like us that own products and brands because we're going to kick these doors open. Yeah, you know, and this to add to that, P, if y'all go into a supermarket, you'll see all these sections. You'll see, you know, Hispanic section, which is Goyer. Goyer is a $3 billion company, right? All Hispanic products, right? You'll go to another section where... The, the, know, Indian, the Indian, Indian That's section. a fact, that's a fact. Yeah, they'll have that. You don't have any one section, but, right? And I want to bring this up because this is important because this is how we're going to change, we're really change the narrative. Yes. Because without distribution, you can have the best product in the world and nobody gets to change and taste it. You know, you're not going to get, it's not going to go anywhere. Nobody so got, knows Yeah, you. so <laughs> our philosophy is to be able to you know, start with wrap snacks, but also build that out with other products. Yep. That when people want to buy our stuff from the culture, they can go to one section in the store, like they're buying, you know, any um, product in Macy's, and they yep. know that they're buying, you know, you know this line or that line. That's a valid point. I, I never thought of that before, because I go to the grocery store in my neighborhood, and it's definitely, the, it's, um, like, the Indian section, Chinese yeah. section, yes. yeah. and I've Spanish never section. I've never seen an African-American section. Yeah. You've never. I've never seen it. Because we, because the, the thing of it is, is that we've had products out there, but they didn't represent our culture. Uncle Ben, yep. Aunt your mama, yeah. right? I know all the story that, behind that. Straight me, Yeah, me and Pete, we talked about that. We were the yeah. ones that pushed that narrative to get yeah. them off the shelves. Yeah, we wanted to. We started that movement. Oh, like, you started that? Yes, we started that movement. Like, yeah. all right, okay. we, we educated our yeah. people to educate to them. say That's the all. thing about it is, we have to educate us because it's not about the money; it's about wisdom. People don't realize if you don't know, how can you change the narrative? Because we done burned down blocks. We done tore stuff up in different cities. Now we're trying to buy back the blocks. Yeah, we buying mm -hmm. them back. But not only are we buying them back, we educated enough to know what to do when we get the money. And that's something that they never taught us. Because when you look at it, we just met. We said, how do we make real change and growth through economic empowerment? Because we went out there. Think about it. After we did all that picketing and marching and all this stuff, what else happened different? For real. For so, Pete, let me ask you this, because I, I feel like there's a lot of um, crossover from like being an entrepreneur in one area to being an entrepreneur in another area. So everybody yeah. knows you had a legendary, you know, situation where I believe it was 18, 85, 15 yeah. split. Yeah. And um, it was crazy. I think one year y'all put out, let me see, because like I, I was doing a notes on this and it was like, yeah, I, I couldn't even, yeah. I could, I couldn't even believe how many al album, how many albums you guys actually put out one year. It was, um, in 1996, you put out four albums. In 1998, you put out 23 albums. So that's like two albums every single month. Yeah. So, A, is, is that like the same? Because I'm seeing a lot of product. Are you flooding <laughs> the streets? Like, Man, like we, <laughs> look, 
just like we flood the hood, we flood the grocery store. You know so that's the, we changing the game because you watching what we doing. Like we said, we started with the chips. Now we got 10, 12 different products that's coming from everywhere. Because when you look at it, these are all products that we are buying. And so people were scared back in the days when I was putting the music out saying, you can't put that many records out at a time. And I'm saying, why not? If they like one, they selling thousands of records every week. I come it can't be coming from us. And so we went from selling 10 records to 10,000 to a million records to 100 million records independently. And they didn't think we could do it. The same thing, and I look at me and James is like, all of the king and the people that came before us, they fought for us for our freedom and civil rights. I feel like what me and James is fighting for, and that's just me. We fighting for economic empowerment for our people. That's what they're going to remember us for. When it's all said and done, they're going to say, these are the guys that show black people that they could own business, create it, and get out there and make a difference. Because we know this is all temporary success, but we know we could pass this down from generation to generation to our kids, our grandkids, great-grandkids. You look at Uncle Ben and Aunt Mama, that was around for 130 years until we finally woke up. They made billions off us, and we was cool with it. Our culture didn't say that we supported it, and we didn't even flinch. But every time we put out something, they, it's, it's like, you know, that's the power of the internet, though. It's a gift and a curse. Everybody got something to say. So we don't, we don't attain the wealth that they attain because they just only see this, the product. What me and James see, taking companies, public, stock, Everything that's going on right now, like this is not it for us. Y'all might see this product, but I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all see why it's here. You see all this together. We talking about creating banks. That's what we talking about. So talk about that. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. You can let that. You can let it out there. <laughs> <laughs> you Y'all say y'all the hottest podcast. Y'all get off the press. Since you mentioned it. So, like, like James says, deeper than rap snacks, it is because we creating, we creating online banking for disadvantaged people. So, you know, a lot of us... Unbankable people. Yeah, they, they unbankable people. They're, they're unbankable now. They don't have bank accounts. It's 63 million people in this country that don't have bank accounts. You and know, so I, when I, I come I, from when the I, hood. Yeah. You know, people going to check cards and places and... And, yeah. and cashing their checks, right? And where, where do we put our money at? And so when I talk about uh, disadvantage, I'm talking about financially disadvantage. And our culture, a lot of us are like that. Like, we can't even get a second chance because we have messed up with these big banking systems. And now we feel like we're going to give our people a second chance to be able to, to have bank accounts, credit cards, uh, but, but do it to where we educate our people and our culture. And, yeah. yeah, it's interesting, you know, so to piggyback off Pete, the Balsa Foundation, we address these direct, these issues directly. You know, yes. when you look at our community, you know, our community is not necessarily under-resourced. We have wealth. We have buying power. We have yes. $1.2 trillion in collective buying power that leave the community at the point of purchase because we don't produce anything. Right. We don't control the retail. Like James said, out of a thousand stores in Mississippi that we deal with, Three of them are black owned. That's insane. So by teaching people to develop products, that covers the, the part of the equation where we're no longer consumers and we're keeping the money rotating in the community, circulating in the community longer so that it can empower the institutions in the community that sustain our lives. That's what's been the problem. So we're talking about 
producing products, we're talking about asset management, stock market, and we're talking about real estate. So we talk about buyer blocks, we're talking about stock boss up, and we're talking about Innovation Cafe, which is a program that teaches young people how to develop products, you know, from start to finish, from conception, conception to the shelf. You know, so these are things that are necessary. Like, for example, you look at Boston right now. I'm on the phone with my guy earlier. Uh, one of the programs that we're developing around the stock market is for youth. It's called Black Junior Black Wall Streeters. And in Boston, the wealth gap is $247,000 to $8. That's a fact. The, a net, fact. the wealth of the, every, of the average wealth of black families in Boston is $8 Dang. to $247,000. Jesus, the wealth. Damn. Yeah, it it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. Yes. Zero. Yes. There's going to be zero, but exactly. well, the what? pandemic accelerated that. Yes. But, but guess know, what? We don't educate ourselves. Yeah, you know what, and that's what the boss of banking is about. Me and Pete talked about it for a long time. Yeah. It was wise. We're going to create entrepreneurial programs, you know, that's going to help people understand how to become bankable. Like, when you go, you know, when I first started out, you know, I had $40,000 from friends and family. I went to the bank the one day. The first thing they asked me is, you know, do you have collateral? You know? And most of us don't, and we don't understand how to get collateral, how to become bankable, how to get your credit Right, you know, where you can go and say, hey, you know, I need a loan to start off with. You know, so we're not trying to do anything anybody else is doing. We're trying to take them on 63 million people, give them, educate them on how to become more financially responsible, period. And is that, is that entails helping them with the, create the credit, you know, from, you know, opening the account to, you know, basically helping them give information about what kind of business to go into and how to get into business. That's what we're going to be doing. That's the focus of, you know, the boss of banking. And, that, and that's us. That's us helping us. That's what you guys got to realize. We're teaching us how to boss up. You know, we're tired of saying we're a poor culture. We're one of the poorest cultures in the world. No, we spend trillions of dollars. Why we don't have money coming back that we able to dictate where it goes. And, you know, we like we buy a lot of product that even in stocks, like like uh, why I said, we buy a lot of product, but we don't even invest in the products that we like because we don't un understand it. We're not educated to that. $1,000 in Intel at its IPO would be $2.94 million a day. If you invested in, in Tesla, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, you know, $1,000, what would you be worth now? Right? But we don't know that. You know, I didn't understand about investing in the stock market until about 10 years ago. I was just telling people, I just look, I look at it every other minute now because, again, you know. So do we. Yeah, but y'all got to realize this, right? This is the conversations we got to be having. You look at me and Wise and James, we all come from urban communities. And we all come from poor backgrounds. But the difference is, and we all come from hip-hop. But look where we are. So you followed our movement then. Follow this movement with us now, the path that we own, because that's how we get well. It's all about economic and banking. They don't teach us that. Now, whatever school you go to, they teaching their kids this in middle school and high school. They don't teach us that. They, we all know we, we're going to get a nice car, some jewelry, and we're going to live in somebody's house. We ain't even thinking about having <laughs> our own house. We just want a nice car house. and some jewelry and go from there. We, we have to deprogram us. And I think the next thing that we have to look at, you know, with us, in order to build wealth, 
you know, it's all about acquiring other companies. And that's what me and James talk about a lot now. You know, we put ourselves in a position to acquire other companies and also to be able to invest in other people's dreams uh, that they have and saying that we could do it. Instead of having to go wait for somebody else, that's what our banking is. They don't, they, don't, they don't understand it necessarily understand their dreams. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if I told somebody about Rap Snacks, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they, they were looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, you know, it's all about, you know, really collectively trying to help each other and understand the movement and that we're stronger in numbers. Yeah, this, this is a movement. Like, I, I, want, I wanted the people to know this is not about hip-hop. This is a real movement that we can change the narrative when it comes to economic empowerment. Earners is 2021, the year of execution. In order to execute, we have to have information. And the number one place to get the information, EYL University. Shotty, tell them what we bring in. Yes, EYL University has been reloaded. We already have 100 past webinars. We already have weekly webinars. We already have our private investment group on Facebook. We already have monthly financial planning calls. We already have bi-weekly real estate calls. But what has been added to EYL University this year is access to MG, the mortgage guy's home buyer's blueprint, which walk you through the home buying process from A to Z and what has also has been added, breaking news alert, yeah, everybody always asks to be in our group How chat. How do I get in there? How do I and get in when this? we talk about all the investment plays that we are making, we are going to have investment calls, group chat calls with me, Troy, and the whole team and walk you through our plays that we're making and give you insight into our portfolios. All of that for 75% off. That's right. We are doing a blowout sale, 75% off for a limited time only. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and sign up. See you on the other side. So um, so you guys are business partners in a variety of different things, not yeah. just Rap Snack. Absolutely. So you're, it's interesting what you just said. Cause I was looking on your page, and I saw you bring a lot of small business owners on your page. You highlight yeah. them and all of that. Yeah. So, And you said something that was crazy where a lot of people don't even, they don't even know their dream. You got to yeah. mold their dream for them. Yeah. So... It, you bringing those people on your page, is that part of like building an ecosystem and then yes. coming under the umbrella? Yes, because my thing is uh, when you look at these people with their different ideas and they just need some exposure. And my thing is, I'm saying we waste a lot of time and money, but if I can invest back into somebody else, because somebody gonna hit. Like James say, nobody believed in his dream back then. You know, at one time, me and him was the only one on the bus doing what we got to do but other people have those dreams but they don't know where to go at and so we said even with me saying we built a channel on youtube which is important for the culture you know people look at shark tank and all but they're not looking at just the people at the bottom we're looking at the entrepreneur at the bottom level saying this guy could one day have all this so we want to be a part of helping them. It's like, it's like venture capital. Yes. And so we, we said it. So I, I built... Well, venture capital, excuse me, Pete. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. But an underground. Yes. Underground venture yeah. capital. Venture capital. Us. Like, it's you know, also saving us. So we, yeah, we're yeah. saving us because yeah. we're at the... But we got all these great ideas and they steal it from us because we don't know where to get the money from. We don't know how to expose it to the world. So we're exposing these products and, and giving them a platform to market them. So for me, I'm a marketing genius. This is this is all about me being a marketing genius. Saying, you know what? Instead of just having this for me, I want thousands at the table with us. When y'all y'all see me, James, where I can sit at the table, I want thousands of people that look like us at the table saying, "Man, my idea is there." Because if you look at what I've done with MasterpieceReviews.com, we made sure that people get shine. 
that have great product that and we found so much great product out there that nobody probably would know about if we didn't have that space. We're the most one of the most creative people on this earth. Man. Yes. You know, we just don't have the outlets. Everybody don't have the outlets. And where where I'm gonna ask y'all where are the most talent? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, I want to know, where, where, where's the most talent at? Right. In, 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 in our culture, in America. Right. Yeah. I'm going to give y'all a better answer, the in the graveyard. graveyard. That's right. Most of us don't get a chance yeah. to bring that That's talent out in the light. It's a it. lot of people with great ideas never got it yet because, yeah. you know, we're not going to last forever. So, because so, no, yeah. said it, he said getting the idea from, scaling it from the idea to the shelves, right? And so, James, I'm thinking, like, where do we start then, right? I, I, somebody was saying this, like, yo, if you can get hot where you are, there's right. a good chance that you'll make it, right? Absolutely. And so when we're trying to make these wraps, when we're making wrap snacks, are we starting in mom and pop stores? Because I know we got, we got to scale it to another level. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was in mom and see, my whole philosophy initially with wrap snacks was, you know, I'm going to spread the brand all through the mom and pop inner city stores around yes. the country where I'm from, right? And eventually when I get hot enough, you know, it's like an artist, a local artist. You get hot enough, they gonna come. They gonna come seeking for it. They gonna be like, oh yeah, they this is something. They gonna come looking for it. And anything, you know, you know. And you know, there's different levels, you know, to you know, producing and distributing a brand, or particularly distributing a brand because what happens when you go from corner store, there's no entry level fee. You go to some of these supermarket chains, they have what they call sliding fees, where for every space that you have, they charge you. Might need to be on that. On Talk about show. that. Wow. People might not know. They might not know about that. Yeah. So sliding fees again. It's it's just a, you know, it's something. It's almost like a mortgage, a rent that they're paying you for that space. You got to pay for that space, you know. And what? if you're if you're not ready for that, it really financially can ruin you. Okay. Right. Because your terms may not, you know, be enough to support, you know, to that the, you know those, that you know that situation. You know, and my thing was, you know, going into the inner city mom and pop stores, the bottom line is that they love wrap snacks. I, had, I didn't, didn't, and it was, and I didn't have to pay for no space. My, my kids was eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> but right. getting to them grocery right. stores and getting the major chain stores, right. now you have to pay to be on them shelves, and that's the difference. That's why you don't wow. see a lot of people that look like us. So you save on the bottom line. Like, I'm not wow. paying to be in a mom and pop as opposed to paying to be in Kroger's or something. Right, yeah, because they, what they do is that they have what they call a planning ground, right? So the planning ground, when you go into a shelf, you'll see all, you'll see wrap snacks, you'll see Campbell's soup, you'll see all these different, you know, items. And basically, they're saying, hey, you got to pay for that space. If you're an item that they really saying, hey, we can take you or leave you. Uh-huh. And with wrap snacks, we ain't paying for none of that space. Yeah. Because we're filling that void and we're, you know, when we first got into Walmart, the buyer, basically, she said, James, y'all been very incremental to our category. Meaning that people that came, used to come in that store, you know. Um, Just for y'all to know that's watching out there in the hood, they call that soft pressing. So you ain't going to soft press. They call it the Philly press, huh? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the bottom line is that she was like, hey, now you have people that come to our stores that didn't come before to buy wrap snacks. So the key for them is to find incremental products that they can have in their shelves because they buy wrap snacks while you're in the store, they might buy some other products as well. You know, so that's why they call it an incremental business. Let me let me ask yeah. you guys, P, I definitely want your opinion on this. The first time I heard both of you guys speak, yeah. well, when I was actually part of a conversation with both of you guys, was in, on Clubhouse. 
Yes. Clubhouse recently got the billion dollar valuation. Yeah. And I know you oh. had you, you had some opinions about that. So I just want y'all to know. Right? <laughs> and that's spectacular. That you got me into this. It's his fault. So look. It's his <laughs> so look, no, spec this is how it happened. Spectacular be calling him and jugging. Man, you need to get on Clubhouse. I say, you know what? We about to make another one of them a billionaire. And what I mean about that, because the guy who did Clubhouse is not nothing against him. He a genius. He created a platform that we all could go on. I'm just saying for us, we need to create that for us. If one of us, if me and James did that right now, how many people uh, entertain us, even the ones we done paid already, how many of them really going to follow us on that? And what my thing is, Clubhouse has done a great job in putting us in a space. I'm just saying we got to think of creating that narrative because that's how we create billionaires. This guy, what, what we did... We didn't uh, took that took their company to to be a billion dollar valuation. Like think about it, over twelve over twelve million dollar investment, which they won't give us. If Spec say he want to start uh, a, a clubhouse right now, he's not gonna be able to get twelve million dollars up front. Which he say he can, but I don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe it. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying just, just facts. Right. The average, because they, they even have a company called Cookout. Yeah, shout out to Cookout. Shout out to Cookout. But let me tell you something about Cookout, what I think that have, the narrative have to change. We got to stop creating black companies. Like when you look at Rap Snacks, we're not a black company. We black. We, we make stuff for the human beings. Okay. This is for you everybody. Say culture. The culture. culture. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, doing? so think about it. But it's black owners. So that's the only thing I'm saying. Add some All diversity right. in the okay. technology side okay. to where we okay. own something black that owned. we could sell to them. We have to reverse okay. the game now, because now we want them to buy our products, but we want to have the control and we want to control the narrative with ownership. And that's what I mean by Clubhouse. That's it. They got a great product. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah, but, but I'm saying we need to control those types. How we put money back in the community. In the Because we know if we make a billion dollars, everybody come and look for us. Say, P, you going to do for the hood. Okay. <laughs> no, let's be honest. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. Oh, y'all ain't went to one Clubhouse owner. You don't even know how he looked. Nobody know his name or nothing. I know his name. One of them, pa Paul David. But guess what? Paul Davidson, but... Y'all haven't said nothing. Y'all haven't said, come on, put some uh, stuff back in our communities. We don't, because you don't even know where to go to. We do it over and over again. Yeah. See, see, think about it. We, we keep do doing that. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, right, right. We're just jumping on stuff. Right. Right. We are the bag. They say right. secure the bags, get right. back, but we are the bag. Yes. Wow. Hip-hop is a perfect example. You go back to hip-hop and its inception when it came out, when it started to pop. You know, the community gave it away, basically. Because we didn't create any businesses around the yes. genius and innovation of the youth in the inner city. So others came into the community and said, hey, this is genius. Let's make some turntables and allow them to do that. That can allow them to scratch the record, blend the record back and forth. Let's make drum machines that can sample that little segment in the classic so they, they can rap over it. And they okay. came in and they created an entire economy around hip hop. Wow. $10 billion a year in the U.S. alone. $10 billion a year. We see in less than 1% of the culture itself. You know? So, he's 100% right. We got we to gotta start creating businesses around the business like with Rapsnacks. You look at Rapsnacks, it's the same thing. People say, okay, this is chips, this is chips. No, it's 
packaging is graphics. Packaging. All businesses. Yeah. Manufacturing. Right. You create a manufacturing right. business and, and help manufacture some of these potato chips and yeah. popcorn. And noodles. And noodles and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. You can put a group together, buy a manufacturing company. Okay. Like he said, acquiring companies. Yeah. Acquire a manufacturing company. And now you producing the right But, but why is we afraid to hear the truth? Because everybody on Clubhouse go, well, P tripping. No, P ain't tripping. He educating y'all. Y'all just wanted somewhere where y'all could argue with each other and be mad and do it. Let's be honest. Because you know you could do it. No, but I'm saying it's some good things. It's some great things going on, but at the same time, our culture is looking at the little mustard seed and not looking at the tree. The tree is this is a billion dollar company that was created in seven months. Well, yeah, but that, and that's why I want to jump in because if you think about these investment companies, right? You know, they started out Clubhouse with how much money, P? $12 million. $12 million, right? So you start out with $12 million, and they say the evaluation is what? A billion dollars. A billion dollars, a billion dollars right? In seven months. All right, so if everybody is familiar with the stock market, right? We're talking about the stock market. The stock market, they, the brands and the stocks usually advance off what? News, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the same people that are putting that press release out, that they're worth X amount of dollars or the same people behind Clubhouse. Right, 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 right. So what they're doing is that they create they create news for they everybody. Hop it up even higher. Right, they hop it up even higher, uh, even higher and everybody has to come in and say, oh, I want to be investing in Clubhouse. Really, but, you know, and see, so that's the game we got to understand because they playing a the game with us we really don't even understand. Emotional intelligence. We playing checkers while they playing chess. Whoa. I'm gonna only say I'm making y'all think. Whoa. We gotta start playing Whoa. chess. Whoa. That's what we gotta start doing as a culture. Yeah. Because we only see, oh, I'm, I got something I could talk on. I could be. That's why I say we just made another one of them a billionaire. Mm. And you gotta look at it. If that company is evaluated right now at a billion dollars, it's really on the stock market side gonna be worth a hundred billion. Right. And that's what we're saying. Educating us. So we're not even seeing that because we just want to see, oh, is this what it is? And I'm just telling y'all, if one of us would have named the business Clubhouse, but it's a club, why are we going to do Like We would have had a thousand different things to say why this not going to work. So you're not even looking at the technology. Right. I'm just saying we need to wake up. I'm just waking my culture up. And educating them. Yeah. Now, whoever don't like it, it's cool. The true yeah. hurt, I get right. it. Right. So right. you can go right. do what you gotta do. I'm just saying we need to create. So we can't do another clubhouse. It's not gonna be unique. It's not gonna work. I'm just saying we gotta create that. And we can support clubhouse because it's another man that created a business, and it's something that we all use. That's cool. I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying now we have to invest in us and support us with the next technology that we come up with. That's what this is all about. So that's that's the only thing I'm saying. Stock boss up. I mean, yeah. stock boss up is is one of the first social media investment platforms that's strictly for learning. Yeah. We we launched this app last year in April, and uh, you can go on. It's like Instagram meets Robinhood. You go on, you set up a profile just like you would on Instagram. You can follow people, and you get a million dollars in stimulated money. It follows the stock market in real time. It has the ultimate investment guide to teach you all the terms as you go so you can learn as you go. And the, the, the amazing thing about it is the algorithm lets the top performer portfolios trend to the top of your feed. Right. So you see what works immediately. You can copy and paste somebody's entire portfolio yes. into yours and you instantly making money. You can take your real money now and 
putting into these stocks because you see it working already. Okay, okay. They're beating the stock. Our gurus, we have guru of the week. The top performing portfolios pop up. They outperforming this the, uh, market, the S&P, by like 69%, Man. 79%. Winkin is one there outperforming the S&P and the Dow by about 329%. It's insane. Platform is like a digital version of Yes, absolutely. So, Wise, what we, we got to do is, you know, this is the big show when it comes to financial literacy. But we got the biggest show when it comes to stock called Market Mondays. So, Market Monday. So, we got we to gotta run this back with Market Mondays. But y'all, y'all got to realize, though, think about it. For our culture, this conversation ain't sexy, but it should be. Because everybody trying to get to it's the bank. It's getting there. It's getting But that's what I'm saying. It's Us ha- holding these conversations and letting our culture know how big it is. Because we're not educated to this. You know, times are changing. And they yes. said it's a t- changing of the guard. And if you're not prepared yeah. in yeah. 2022, yeah. you're either going to be rich or poor. Ooh, mm. come on now. No no that's, 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 that's it. That's so, it. So we telling that's y'all right now. So, you know, if you just come popping on, Master Bible, you tell in the club, you know, everybody got 24 hours. You come just on. spending your money. Yeah. You're not investing your money. Yeah. You're not going to have no money. Come on. A year from now. Come on. Ten years from now. So you're going to be in panic mode. Yeah. The same way this pandemic has put a lot yes. of people in panic. Some people made people go create business. That's yes. what I love about Come it. Come on. So yes. uh, you look yes. at these hard times, yeah. it made people start thinking. Yes. And I hope that now, Ooh, even thank from you, the Jesus. hip-hop culture, that everybody that's watching this, Come saying, on. you know what? Let me understand yes. what they're saying. Let yeah. me take notes. Yeah. Let me study this stuff. Yeah. Let me yeah. better yeah. myself. Yeah. Because that's all they're doing. They giving this information to their culture and their people, and they said, "I'd rather be around one of them that I don't like and make some money with them, but we rather hate on each other and say, oh, I can't mess with you because I don't like.' You. Come on now, so y'all, we, y'all got to realize you got to stop that. Mm-hmm. That's so it. So we're trying to give you the game, just like the Boss Up program. That's for free. We ain't charging nobody nothing. So I don't get why people are not. By the millions coming on saying, let's understand this. Let's be a part of this. Even with, you look at the Master P Review Channel, we are helping people. Like, most people charge people to put them on their page. And we're yep. like, no, man, no. we want you guys. Yes. I'm doing this for free. Come on. And people still Come question, on. well, why you do? What do you want me to do? That's right. <laughs> you want the old me? You want the ice cream man? <laughs> That's what you really want. Nah, 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 nah. I showed y'all that this is for real. Yes. That I come from the ghetto. I come yes. from the struggle. Kelly, your project. Look where I'm at right now. Come on. Follow me on that journey. Y'all see, yep. I'm getting some real money. We're not sitting around there waiting on them. Right yeah. next door to the union where my grandma was, Calio Project. That's where we came from. We have to stop that self-hate. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Like, yes. If you're not happy with yourself, we can't help you. Yes. If you got money, you should be happy. Like, they got dudes got money sitting around with frowns on their face. I'm like, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I don't know. You don't fit. People wish they had what you had. That's right. And you still not happy. So I just think that we have mm. to realize moving forward that we're going to grow. We doing this to educate our people. Why not come on this journey with us? Why got to be all this and trying to figure this and that out? Like, no, this dude, man, let me tell you something. We know one thing. If you do right, God will keep blessing you. Come that's on now. That's it. That's it. You know, like, I can't talk about nobody. I changed my life. I'm doing right. If you don't like that, that's cool. 
I really don't want you. I told my own boy earlier, I said, you know what? I just want good people around me. Yes. This ain't about all else. And now this part of my life, I told Jay, we got to enjoy our life. This journey we on, yes. we're going to have some fun, yes. enjoy ourselves with yes. good people yes. around us. Yes. Now, if you're negative, we're cutting you off. Because yes. you know we come from the ghetto. I, I have no problem <laughs> cutting you off. For real. Like, this is like riding a bike for me. <laughs> you know? So I have changed. But I have a- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, really oh man, that is so powerful, you guys. Y'all know Dr. D. You know when I um when I'm gleaning, I know I've been up early, and um I had came across um they had an email, the Black Wall Street Nation, right? And it was inviting business business people. They about to launch um the Black Wall Street, right? And um, I like what he said, cause I have my customers are very diverse. So I like what he said. Just don't say you're a black comp. I mean, a black company. You black owned, but you serve everybody. And I can really say that. So it makes me go and tweak some wording on my website or whatever. I, you know, I'm black owned. Um, but with that said, I love what they're doing. They have their own noodles, their own potato chips. It's wrap snap. I heard of it before, but didn't really pay attention because I can just be honest that my mind wasn't leveled up um, to the to the point where hey, it's time to make a change. I mean, really get serious. I mean, um, you know, even with me being full time, one hundred percent, I've been speaking and speaking it, but actually. Doing it, that's a whole different ball game, you guys, really. And so you have to really, really come grips with yourself and level up, you know. Um, and just, man, you, you got to, you got to, how this the old school used to always say, talk is cheap. Um, I think they said another word. <laughs> but I can't even think of it because it's early in the morning. I really need to get up and go get me some coffee. But I just, I'm trying, what I'm striving to do, you guys, like they, like Master P was saying, we have to educate. It's a, it's a um, process and we have to trust the process. We got to trust the process in our lives to level up whatever we're doing. Yeah, it's all good and everything, but you know what? The word of God tells us that your gift will make room for you. And that gift that opens up the door for you to walk in that room, that's where your prosperity is. And like you say, he at the point, he said, hey, we can do it for free. And see, I believe in sowing seed, you know, because when it comes back to me, you know, I'm going to spit it right back out. God said, cast it upon the water eight times. It's going to come back to you, right? You know, cast that bread upon that water. That bread is wealth and knowledge and understanding. And and, and even though I, I've been saying it for years and years and years and literally walking into what the prophecy been saying that I've been teaching all these years and literally walking into it, and living it now, whoa, at first it seemed very, very scary. Of course, it's going to be a little fear there of the unknown because you're doing something different. But it's an awesome feeling when you can really say, you know what? This is my company. 
So I need to lever it up and let's represent like we want to represent. Not taking away your identity or your character because God made you the way he wants you to be. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that on the next episode. But I always want to share another voice so you can hear repeatedly what Dr. D is saying and sharing about business, how you can acquire wealth. Like right now, I'm still like I was on a, 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 a interview with a customer and they don't even understand it didn't matter. You have a 1099, you have a Schedule C. Because you have a Schedule C, you qualify for the PPP. Come on now. But they was like, oh, no, that was a nonprofit. I'm not going to worry about that. What? Wait, 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 wait. You have a 1099, which qualify you as a business. Qualify for your business. You didn't take no taxes out. You had to get a Schedule C created from that 1099. The system going to automatically create it for you. Right? Now... Sole priority, you don't have employees, so you qualify for the PPP. Don't y'all know that I am getting kickbacks when I try to explain that? And I don't blame them, but as we just heard from Master P and um, the Rap Snap Foundation, is education. We need to have more financial literature because we've been so programmed as an employee working for a paycheck and not thinking as a business owner. And that's what urban management is all about. And I'm going to keep on sounding the alarm right now. Just go ahead over to urban management group on the YouTube and subscribe for me. Um, I don't, well, I do understand, but I'm going to just keep on shouting it because sooner or later it's going to blow up. You see what I'm saying? And I know those that have been right at the beginning of the ground. I'm going to do something real special, especially for my ones that have been with me since I started. Okay. So um, what I want to um, do is, um, oh, he say self-hate. Yeah, he say if a lot of us self-hate, meaning You hate yourself because your life ain't right. And then you hate on your brother or your sister when you see them doing something. So you got to say something negative. So that's self-hate. In our culture, we was taught to self-hate. We was taught to bite back against each other. We was really taught how to snitch on one another. We was taught, you know, if you listen to and watch all the stories and the history of black uh, movements or whatever, the, the enemy on the outside of our culture always used, they found the weakest link. And they use that person against to set that person up. Ain't that something? So if if, if I'm going to gear more on that self-hate, we're going to reverse that. Because if I can get you to love yourself, man, you're going to be open to hate. Rock the world. Okay? But it's Dr. D. Early this morning, early this morning, I'm going to come back on the next episode and just share some stuff. Uh, I share some things over there on the Safe Zone broadcast and uh, about what happened to me on Monday um, with the um, Lyft driver. And I'm saying, I'm going to show you how people just so quick to judge you. They don't even know you and they're judging you. And I just sit there and laugh because, first of all, I, I can't help his ignorance. 
So I'm not going to entertain this in ignorance. I'm not going to lose my peace over it. I'm not going to get in an argument. You know what? I am not even going to cost this man his job because I could have cost this man his job. That's his livelihood. I could have did a review. I could have called up Lyft and told and say ABCDFG what this man had did while I was in this car. And he kept on going and kept on going to the point where he could not believe that Dr. D is really a doctor, meaning of theology. I have a doctoring degree. You see what I'm saying? Plus other business management degrees and accounting degrees. You know, marketing degree. I have a whole bunch of those degrees, but in our late, in the words of our late Miles Monroe, he said that's only a degree on a thermometer. If you look on that thermometer, it has many degrees. So you bragging about how many degrees you got. So that means if you got a PhD, you only like the full degree on the thermometer. You still got to reach up all the way up here. You haven't arrived. He said, so it's good to have it, but that's not what you live by. I don't live by my degrees. I live by the character that's in my heart. And I want it. I want God to help me. I want him to help me to maintain it. And I want the love to, to, to eradicate all of the junk that I allow myself to open up to other people and they self-hate and I and I not incubated it. And we're gonna talk about that later, okay? So God bless you guys. Go over to Urban Management Group, go show some love, subscribe to my channel um so you won't miss no updates because I'm gonna be rocking and rolling with a lot of stuff. Um I, I'm putting content I have the videos. I just had to get the content up on the YouTube the YouTube channel, you know. And those that still, you still got time, you guys. If you have that 2019, go to um, emg and go ahead and apply for that PPP, man. The money is there for you. They about to close them doors on March 31st, okay? Hey, all right, so I'm, I'm here. Look, I know I should have more subscribers this and this year, and I'm putting the content out here. I'm doing the best I can. I'm putting it out here. You know, um, I got to check my algorithms. I think I probably haven't put no tags or anything. So if you, I know if you type urban management group, we're going to be the first one. So the Google and all of that, that's pretty good, you know, but, um, I'm believing God, I'm going to reach over 1K on my YouTube page. In the next quarter, we're going to reach 1K. In Jesus' name, yes, we are. So we got the boom factor, all right? And we got um, Urban Management Group. So let's just go over there and subscribe to both. Oh, my subscribers for boom factor is picking up. Oh, cool. That is so awesome. Oh, my goodness, because I had, I think I had... 17 subscribers. I have full 24 subscribers now. Excellent. I am so excited. Okay, we need to boost that up. That's the goal. All right. Okay, my blessed people. I love you. I love you. Let's let's get these business started. Okay? God bless.
All right, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. D coming to you live. I um I have some awesome, awesome information. I mean, uh, everything is moving so fast. Still trying to wrap up helping some awesome business owners to gain from this um paycheck protection program uh thank you thank you you guys i see i see i see the movement i see i'm getting some spurts i'm glad that you guys really are starting to understand to know that hey this program is for you and you're taking it serious and i don't know if y'all sharing it but i see a lot of volume the last couple of days and i know that um this is good information and nobody's not really taking time to teach you I understand that. I mean, it's heartbreaking, but you know what? If God God called me to do it, so hey, it's 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 it's, it's my charge. I I just I pick up the mantle and I'm going for it. Um. So what I'm doing right now, I'm trying to. I have to take care of some stuff for myself early this morning before my appointment starts. I'm gonna have my grandbaby with me today and tomorrow will be his last day sugar plums he about to go back to school y'all Oh, and he's ready too he is ready he is ready um, he is so smart I mean he is going to be I don't know an engineer or a doctor something technical but he is a fast learner. He watch you one second and he gone. He even know how to get on the stool, you guys. And um, turn on the waters, get the, the dish sponge, and start washing dishes. I said, oh, don't worry, baby. That's what they call chores, okay? Don't worry. You're going to have opportunity to do all of that soon. <laughs> Uh, but it's just so exciting just to watch the growth and um, the excitement. It's like he gets so excited when he sees that he have accomplished something, you know. And so when I was looking at that, I was like, wow. That's how we should be as adults. You put your know, life to hit us. Ugh. Life didn't hit us, right? And man, <laughs> and it, it just what what to do? It slows you down. I was talking to somebody, they were sharing how they were just they just felt they were just you know they were just on it, right? And um and the person they was with it was really, it was working on some projects, and all of a sudden, it was like, boom, it was gone, and I can, I, I, I imagine, I really, I really felt their heart, because I was at that place one time, yes, I was, I was at that place one time, yes, I was, I was at that place, and It was a challenge place. It really was because 
when you have things set in motion, right? And you just like, this is how it's gonna be, but it didn't turn out that way. Oh my goodness. So it makes you really take a second look, you know? a second look at a lot of things and, and focus and get serious and that's the thing that I'm watching that individuals man <laughs> we talk a lot we will talk a good game man but guess what if you're not serious about it you're done it's, it's, it's useless you just how they say talk is cheap. You don't have no spunk about what you're saying, right? So with all of that said, with all of that said, um, we we must understand. That <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do this to if that's um I'm trying to do something right quick and I lost my conversation. So look y'all, I'm gonna have to holler back at y'all. Let me try to get this work done before my time because look it's always it's all all already it's six o'clock and I've been up since three thirty this morning. And um I really want you guys to 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 understand that every day is another day. It's an opportunity, you guys. Alright, just remember that. It's an opportunity for you. It's an opportunity, alright? So um let's go out here and do it today. And be encouraged. Don't let no one second guess you. Don't let people try to tell you who you are. You know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, learn who you are. Love yourself. Love yourself. Okay? All right, you guys. I'm going to holler at you later.